0: Hey, what's going on out there, guys? This hey. is DJ, your town treasurer. How are you? Hey,
1: good morning, DJs. Yes. It has been a little bit. Today is Wednesday, October Six. We should have talked about that. <laughs> we, should, we should have <laughs> put that at the top of our page because because um, we were going to record yesterday, but we're recording today. If you hear the gentle flow of a river behind us. We are actually in DJ's office down on the river. Yes. And it is it is beautiful. The the wispy clouds with the sunlight coming through and the river going down beside us. I can see the the train track. It DJ fall it's beautiful. is setting in. You it's can beautiful. see over the
0: top of all the buildings on Main Street. it's It's really awesome. Yeah, it's great to be here. We chatted about that a little bit when we walked in, just how it feels to be here. So it's great. So thanks for coming, uh, and I'm looking forward to our show today. It's been a while since we've recorded, Justin, after the checks are signed. We've been doing a few guests. We had uh, Bill Keefe, the moderator. We had Peter Weaver come on, the superintendent of schools. Uh, We've had a few guests lately, but we haven't done our own... After the checks are signed. So yeah. we're back, and hopefully you guys are still listening and enjoying it. We've actually gotten a lot of feedback from our features, like the people who we, we had on. I've heard personally that a lot of people have enjoyed those. So,
1: Well, and, and as I look at our list, I have one, two, three, four, five. There are five select board meetings that we have physically been at. Yeah. And then um, I watched, I, I've watched a few more on the live stream, which... Go to our live stream. Uh, not our live stream. Go to the town website, wiltonnh.gov, and you can look at the live stream. Any of these things that you think, ah, uh-huh, and heard about that, go to the live stream, mm-hmm. and you can go back and listen to past ones. Um, and see
0: all the good, bad, and ugly. Uh
1: huh. There's been that. So yeah. <laughs> mostly good. Mostly good. Yes.
0: No. The, the you know for overall, our town does operate well. Um, but there's always those outbursts that happen. That yeah you know, you can see for yourself on so, the live stream. So
1: the good, both DJ uh, and I are involved in some good things happening in yeah. town, bringing, bringing our wilton Lineboro, especially our schools, together, yeah. so um, tell me what's going on this Saturday. I'm really excited because yeah. our last podcast with Peter Weaver... Yeah was the beginning of what's coming on.
0: Yeah, it sparked what's happening this weekend. So on October 9th, we're having at the Wilton House of Pizza, we are going to have Peter Weaver come down and cook for the community uh, on that day. So from 1030 to 1230. uh, And the the plan is to have it benefit the school in a sense that we're going to offer a scholarship to one student, uh, maybe somebody who's interested in the culinary arts or... Uh, you know, town, government, anything like that. one of
1: your employees that... Yeah, potentially. Well, I don't
0: have any graduates this year. Okay. But maybe in the future, because we do intend on doing it every year. The plan is to have him come maybe three more times this year. And so the way it's going to work out is we're just going to offer a special menu. We're going to look to accept donations, um, get the community involved, get our customers who may not necessarily have children in Mm -hmm. the school or be connected with Mm -hmm. the community as well as they could be um, participate in something that would benefit you know their own community so that's the plan we also had the pto from Fres move their mom sale to the parking lot of the wilton house of pizza oh that's during be the event so you can benefit both frez and wlc you can benefit the futures of students it's going to be a great event you can meet peter uh, and I hope to see, you know, school board school board members and parents and uh, all others that would be involved or connected with the school system to show up and support the event.
1: So what, what exactly is he going to be cooking? You said that there would be certain things yeah. that...
0: We're going to offer a special menu, three items. One of them for sure is going to be a bacon and grilled chicken pizza, because <laughs> that's Peter's favorite, he said. The other one, which... I picked because he mentioned it in our in our episode Uh he was on was a chicken kebab sub so a chicken bomb we call that down at Wilton House of Pizza and then a third is yet to be determined I'm going to figure that out over the next couple of days and it'll be ready for everybody to come by so when you buy those special items you we're going to ask that you contribute two dollars and fifty cents to donation buy the food product and then the restaurant is going to match your donation of two fifty
1: okay so can I make a suggestion sure French
0: fries. <laughs> so that would be the third item. Is just generically French fries. Yeah. Yes. Well, your
1: fry, your natural chips or whatever. Yeah. Those are. That's 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 my favorite.
0: So just a quick sidebar because we didn't write this down, but a quick sidebar is is that potatoes are very finicky, right? And so like we've been cutting our own chips and cutting our own fries for so long, we've learned the difference from potatoes. When they have too much sugar in them, they get really dark. They cook dark. When they don't have a lot of sugar, they're nice and crispy and, and light looking. So right now, the the season has given us sugary fries, sugary potatoes that make them dark.
1: The so that's burned, the russet
0: flavor the that
1: burns the batter. All right. Okay. We'll, then we'll then we see have if, what you need. So 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 listening listening audience, we'll see if this part yeah. of this podcast gets cut. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we'll see. Um, so and then now you have something coming up too.
1: I do. In Collaboration again with our schools, Wilton Lineboro Schools, and High Mowing. For five years, we've been doing a fourth grade local history tour for our, our Wilton Lineboro students. Because we have not been able to do that the last two times that we've wanted to do that, we have put together a film project and actually. Kirill, who is a Russian student who graduated from high mowing, who is now at New York University in filmography, he has, we we have contracted with him and used both our Limeboro Heritage Commission and Wilton Heritage Commission, contracted with him and paid him to come in and do the filming, the same spots that we go to with our fourth graders. And it is amazing. There's going to be a little trailer put up soon on October 23rd, which is Haunting of Wilton, day, Saturday. Yeah. Um, there's going to be two showings of this film. It's going to be the, the world premiere of this film called Wilton-Lineborough, A Shared History. It's going to be at the Town Hall Theater, wow. which is one of the spots that so we took our, yeah. took our fourth grade. And so it's gonna be really special. So look for things, um, look for that trailer because I know we're gonna put that out to tempt you to come in. It's only a 45 minute film, even though it's taken a thousand hours to put together. Sure. And, um, but it is very special. It's a phase one of this because we started out this first phase just doing the spots that we took the fourth grade students. Um, our next phase will be incorporating all those other heritage signs around town.
0: So, give us a teaser then. What, do you have a specific moment in this movie that's about to come out the world premiere that you would like to share with us here? That was your favorite moment, favorite place, person, thing.
1: It, it it's just beautiful. Did I share? With, did I I shared you? I shared with you the trailer. Remember it? Yes. like You cannot come to Wilton and not see the historic colonial buildings, Mm -hmm. you know, the cow pass Mm -hmm. and, and the, you know, the, the trees. So I'm pretty sure this is going to get cut out too. So I would say, I would say... No, but look for the trailer.
0: Great. Well, we're looking forward to that. And then just, you know, to revisit it again, also on October 23rd is The Haunting of Wilton. That's being put on by Witches Spring. Randy is a friend of mine. Uh, I actually connected him with the Main Street Association a couple years ago, which is what brought this to town. He makes all those spooky caricatures that are downtown right now he haunts the park he's going to do a dance on that night too so we could you could make a whole day you could come down at noon for your showing and if you can't make that or i'm sorry 12:30. and if you can't make that then it's two o'clock two. and after that you can then be involved with the parade uh there's going to be a dance in the park trick-or-treating on main street it's going to be awesome so the 23rd of the October. And then speaking of trick or treating, uh, the Select Board did just announce at this most recent meeting that it will be on Halloween October thirty first, which is a Sunday, from six to eight, as usual. So we're moving from COVID. You can hear the train rolling by I know, by I know. which is
1: which is in the film which is in the film is is because that's what prospered Wilton was getting the railroad to come through. Just a little little snippet
0: there. Awesome. There's been a lot that has happened at the select board meetings between our last After the Checks are Sign episode and this one. We have written down basically a summary of like all these things that have happened. So one thing that is coming to our town is the American Rescue Plan money, which is something that was passed as COVID relief uh, by our current presidential administration and government. So basically, they just divvied up billions and billions of dollars amongst all the states, uh, counties, and towns in the country. So Wilton is the lucky recipient of $198,000 times two. So we get some right now, and then we're going to get some later next year. That is going to go to benefit uh, water, sewer infrastructure.
1: Fingers crossed.
0: Fingers crossed. Because
1: um, I'm, and and they've actually said each time, you know, Kermit has said, you know, we hope that we, we actually get this. You know, yeah. Kelly Sue has said, we're planning, we're planning to get this, but. These, these projects that we're doing with this, we need to make sure that we can actually fund them in case we don't get the money.
0: Yeah, exactly. And some and, and another thing to worry about too is that it's a moving target. Some of the things that are covered or are acceptable to use the money for, which would be granted or forgiven, uh, they're moving and changing. So right now specifically it's water and sewer infrastructure, broadband, and then COVID relief. Uh, for the community. So, the select board actually did take some hearings from uh, our emergency responders, water and sewer departments to discuss projects that are coming up that could really benefit from this money. So, there's going to be a water uh, project that is happening, sewer project, they're going to be replacing all of the manhole covers on Main Street that you may have driven over recently and heard them go kabang. So, those are going to be fixed. Also, we're going to get a special spot on top of a tower for improving our communication. So that's great for the town of Wilton because right now we use MacBase, which is in Milford, and that has been kind of a contentious relationship over the last five to ten years. For those of you that know, the town of Milford has been trying to get their own communication center, which kind of turns Wilton in less of a partner and more of a customer which has kind of been our relationship with Milford over the last 25 years anyways. So it might be wise for Wilton to continue to try to be self-sustaining. Well,
1: and I think we are very fortunate to have Chief Norse. Yeah. you know who was associated with Eversource and their emergency response to he has connections to know and and the the brain knowledge to know all the good things to do to get to do that and mm-hmm. how it, we need to respond quickly to get that spot reserved on top of that tower. And um, I've just been very happy that he, yeah. how, how he's communicated that with us.
0: Yeah. He's, he's been a great asset in addition to our, you know, local leadership. Yeah. So I'm um, um, thank you, Don, uh, yeah. Chief Nurse. So moving on from there, we have reported in the past on this podcast about an old wives tale about an arsenic field uh or or burial ground whatever you want to call it turns out it's true we were we were hyping it up and, and and sharing the wives tale but it turns out it's true uh there's been a study done by the epa uh by the Department of Health and Human Services the in New Browns Hampshire. The Brownsfield
1: Study. The Brownfield Study. 100 page document.
0: So that's available downtown if you want to read it.
1: It's not available downtown, but there is a Google document that. Uh-huh. So it's not physically there. It's just so.
0: Got it. But you can contact the Land Use Department and ha- ask for that link so yeah. you can read it. And uh, it turns out that it very much does exist. Uh, it's in land that nobody currently owns. Um, and it's right next to the river. So we have to do something about it and uh, the the box has been opened and we can't close it anymore because now the state is aware, the country is aware with the EPA. Locally, we're all aware. You're all aware now because we're telling you. Yeah, we're going to see what happens with that. I think the plan is is that someday in the near future, they're going to uncover it and see what it looks like. I hope that that doesn't Have any negative impacts considering that right now we're sitting about 250 yards from it. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So we'll see what happens with that. But so the arsenic field is real, real. And if you want to read more about it, you can contact Land Use Downtown and figure that out. There has been ongoing discussion between the fire and ambulance department about combining. I think we may have reported this a couple times before on our podcast. So, what do you gather about that? It seems like they're gonna do it, huh?
1: Well, so the building—the building which is actually sits in Limeboro—that building, the ambulance building, building Mm -hmm. sits in Limeboro. That building actually needs to needs repair, and not just oh, you know, it would be nice to paint that wall this color. Oh no, it is actually. Dangerous safety yep. safety for for our crew spending the night. Um, it involves leaking through the doors of carbon monoxide, and so um, there are things that are to the tune of forty two thousand dollars. You know, with, like an
0: immediate repair with right? an
1: immediate repair. So so there has been discussion whether or not to. You know, sometimes you just got to spend money over that time while that would be being repaired, which is, I, I mean, like a door that's $21,000, mm-hmm. I think, and then and then some other things. And, and maybe we need to get Sherry on here, Sherry and Don, to sure. explain that. But um, so there's talk of, you know, you probably heard that possibly the ambulance is going down to the fire department. So that might be something that they need to do temporarily. And um, just space-wise and stuff, you know, enough room for ambulance to spend the night, that's been talked about. And then it, their response time has been talked about, going to Greenfield, their response time to Limeboro. So all of that's up in the air trying to get those other two towns to let us know. Because it sounded like the other night that the our, our select board has heard different things from different whether it be a town administrator or a selectman um, they've heard different things so so the select board the other night was really pressing Greenfield and Lineboro to tell us what their answer is Mm -hmm. is your answer yes or is your answer no let your yes be yes and your no be no and like come on, like this needs to be done.
0: And it'll save the town of Wilton and the associated partners money. I mean, I believe I saw the, the presentation was immediately it would save us the repairs on that building that ultimately we've outgrown and has never really been an adequate ambulance bay from day one, but also the operating of two properties when we have ample space down at the fire department, which we did a major renovation to in addition to 10 years ago and we're still paying the bond on that so we can reduce when you talk about you know how you can spread tax dollars around it makes more sense to put it in one place instead of two so the op the the you know fire chief and ambulance director have shared all the figures and they believe it'll cost a lot less money and it will cause a bit of a Our slower response to some of our further away partners. But at the end of the day, and this is kind of what I whispered to you when we were sitting at the meeting the other night, the town of Wilton is the one holding the bag here. You know, I mean, if, if, if they decide Greenfield or Limbro decide we want to leave, then they can, and we're still going to be stuck operating our ambulance department. So we probably should do it as efficiently and prudently as possible. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, that's, that's the story about that. So that's a development, developing, um, and it looks like it may even happen on a temporary basis immediately. And everybody can kind of see what happens with the response times and what happens with costs and, and go from there. Some of you probably know that the recycling center has been paved, uh, which is great because it was really not in a great condition prior to the paving but now it's beautiful i went there the other day nice and smooth pull right out so that's great and then they're also going to be putting in us the still good shed back again yeah they're taking volunteers from the partner towns um if you are interested in that you should contact uh
1: sandy sandy
0: lafleur or carol carol burgess the recycling center director uh, and they can get you in touch with the right people to get that thing moving it's going to be towards the exit so as you circle around the building and you come back up to where you came in it's going to be right there that'll be great i don't know if i would use it but i'd probably put stuff there stuff i knew was still good yeah Uh, but i don't i don't necessarily know my wife would which
1: um um, when we talked to um peter weaver you know um our superintendent so so those high school kids need volunteer hours yeah this would be a perfect way for them to volunteer for their town
0: big things are happening in town they paved the recycling center there's been some paving going on all around town this year which has been good um there's really been a push to kind of keep our roads maintained i know that you've said a few times give the support to dpw also kelly sue on the select board has been you know really saying that we need to give more support to the uh, highway department so
1: what what really um I have learned that it'll be six years this month that I've lived here, is our roads around here for our emergency service, so our police, fire, and ambulance need roads, good roads, to get to where they need to be. Mm -hmm. Our roads are not meant for people who want to go fast on them to go faster. Right. It is for our emergency services, and our DPW is first and foremost a responder to the needs of our roads, and I really appreciate our DPW.
0: Yeah, and with the with the winter coming, they're going to be working really hard again. Yeah. All summer, they worked hard paving and prepping roads, and now they're going to go work hard plowing them off for yep. us. So thanks, guys and gals. Next up is the... There's a new position coming to town. Uh, Some of you may or may not know our current town administrator, which is Paul Branscombe, the nice uh, Englishman. Yeah. Uh, And that's how you would probably recognize him. He's very nice and jolly and a great guy. From uh,
1: London. From From London. London. (laughs)
0: So... Ah, uh, he is retiring. So congratulations to you, Paul, yeah. but he is being, he, there's been a committee formed and interviews done and candidates selected. And finally we've come all the way down to a new position that has been offered and accepted by a gentleman named Nick Germain. So he's going to be beginning on November 1st and he'll be working with our current TA until the 19th of November in which time he'll be on the horse by himself. So the training wheels will be off, and he'll be riding. So um, there's a transition coming to our town. As far as I know, he doesn't have any experience as a town administrator. He does have experience in uh, town business, but I don't know if he is ready to translate that, and I hope he is because we have a lot of you know, momentum to carry into the future in this town. So look forward to meeting Nick. He'll be present most likely at... Not in the next select board meeting, but the one after that. So you can see him on the live stream that's available on the website for the select board meetings. And he'll be downtown in the town administration office. So I look forward to meeting him and welcome to Nick. Yeah. The final thing we have written down here, Dev, is uh, to discuss the new town re-evaluation of all the property in town and the tax rate that is being set very soon. This is what I understand about it, is that every five years, a town like ours, which is, Lymeboro did it last year, and I'm pretty sure Milford did it two years ago in 2019. So Lymeboro was 2020, Milford was 2019, and Wilton is 2021. So what they do is they basically look over the last five years of sales of properties all around the state and say, Are the values that are assessed currently in line with what's actually happening in the market? Now that we've done that study, it turns out that the town of Wilton's assessment values are all low. Uh, So that's why all of us are starting to get letters. I've gotten three of them. Uh, all, All of us are getting letters about how the values of our properties are increasing. So the intent is that with the values have increased, that would mean that our tax rate would decrease. So what they're assuming is that there'll be a net zero change in the amount of taxes that we pay, however, as we move forward at a higher assessment rate and we have more expenses in the town, as the rate climbs back up, and now you can see how our taxes rise. You may have gotten one of these letters. You may be reading it saying, what do I do? So you can come down to the town hall and make an appointment with the assessor, which is. Kind of limited. Uh, I believe it was the 16th, 17th, and 19th of October that you can make an appointment uh, with the assessor to. It was a Thursday, Friday, and a Monday.
1: Yeah, but I think it's this Thursday, Friday, and Monday.
0: My appointment's on the 18th. Okay. So, uh, but you can come down and speak with the assessor and get this explanation because I'm not an assessor.
1: Yeah. But
0: get this explanation in a much more uh, understandable way. And even make a case that maybe the new assessed value is too high. And that's Mm -hmm. the argument I'm going to make is that, you know, I mean, two of my properties are commercial and I don't believe that, you know, the values that they've put on them are correct. I think maybe at my house, it's right, a residential property, you can compare that to all kinds of sales all around you. But commercial property is really subjective especially mm-hmm. when you look at, you know, our in Wilton, the downtown district here, it's, it's, it's a little depressed, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, all these properties are empty, empty or under maintained. And, you know, I mean, there's been some new additions on Main Street, which is great. But I just would argue that, you know, maybe the commercial properties are not carrying the same type of value that he may be putting on them. So, I intend on discussing it with them and you're encouraged to come down and make your case as well if you feel when you look at your house and they say, "Hey, it's assessed at 450,000" and you're like, "But I can only sell it for 250." Yes. You should come and let them know that.
1: So call so call the town administrator's office, yep. call Janice and she will get you on the schedule. If you just yep. want to call and get on the schedule just in case. Yeah.
0: <laughs> sure. You know, so that's uh, that's what's happening right now in Wilton. We're doing a townwide reevaluation. This is the conclusion of the contract with our current tax assessor, and at the last meeting, they did interview a new company. So we've got two bids for a new five-year contract for assessing, and the new company came in this past Monday to give a presentation. So we're choosing between our current assessor and the new company that we're considering. And from what I remember, the new company's price was a lot less, like a whole lot. So that would help, you know, our tax burden in the future, which ultimately is decided by the individuals that we're saving money on. So, (laughs) you know, we'll we'll see how that goes. Uh, So not too long of an episode. Sometimes we go really long. Sometimes we – this is our sweet spot. This is about where we want to be with time. So – uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode, and we hope to continue to do this more on a regular basis. Don't forget to come down to Wilton House of Pizza this yeah. Saturday yeah. to benefit the school. Tell,
1: tell us tell us you heard us.
0: Yeah, tell us you heard us here. And uh, don't forget to come da- also downtown on the 23rd for the video at the town hall, 1230 and 2 o'clock.
1: Oh, it's free.
0: And it's free. It's
1: free. I needed to say that. Um, Is we the
0: popcorn are- free?
1: No, the pop concessions are not free. That's where Dennis gets makes his money. But really, concessions—I mean, real butter, like, come on. Yeah. And but we so we are actually we are accepting donations because the Heritage Commission is going to be doing a scholarship for Wilton, a Wilton Lineboro student or a high mowing student, student.
0: Awesome. So maybe I'll see you at scholarship night then. Yeah, scholarship. We'll oh, that would be, so be so fun. That would be so fun. Uh, so that pretty much is it. If, uh, make sure you check us out on Facebook, like us, follow us on Apple Music, Spotify, all the places that you listen and stream. Uh, and if you ever want to find us, we'll be at the select board meetings. Generally, Deb and I are always there. Uh, we look forward to hearing from you guys in the future and hear us next time. And don't forget... That there has been no tax dollars used in the production of this podcast. No canteen. But we do have some sweet new gear, huh? We
1: have some microphones that (laughs) are pod mics. Yeah. They actually say that. They're made for this. So So, I I don't know if we sound any better, but. I think we do. Okay. But
0: anyways, so that's it, (laughs) guys. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.
1: Bye-bye.